The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. Here's what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but understanding them gives us more brains. Uh, The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Listen to this. The media, making everybody dumber in America, media, listening to the media gives every one of us less brains. Get it? All right. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? That's simple. I don't understand the word no. That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome! To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Wow. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. If you've listened ever before, you know that's a fact. We have no idea what's going to happen. If you have listened ever before, you also know that's a fact. And we don't care. Eh, that's about 50-50. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Here's a question for you, for you to contemplate. Have you ever had a dream from God? Ooh, have you ever had a dream from God? As referenced in Job where it says that the Lord speaks to people in dreams. Ooh. Ooh, hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. Just reach out to us. You can call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, it's kind of like a time warp. You'll understand because you'll be talking to... Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite. All right, now thinking about where that sound clip came from, just remember that talking to Dynamite D is like being transported back to the 1970s and feeling groovy. Old That's school. right. That's right. Old school right there. Hey, if you want to reach out to us in text, you can do that too live during the show 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. 
1-800-273-8283. Additionally, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's pretty simple. It does work. I do have a Chromebook in front of me. It is still functioning. Probably, I guess, for another two months. And by then, it'll go... So you might as well enjoy it while we got it. Here it is. You just uh, type in David at hemustincrease.org. Not very difficult to do, I would tell you. As well, you can or should check out the website. See, I'm close to getting it all together. On the website, there's tons of cool stuff, obviously. There's a place to give, which we encourage you to do. If you want to support the ministry, you can give through the website or you can give uh Outside of the website, there's instructions on how to do that, but there's other things on the website that are worth your time. The podcasts. There's 3,400 podcasts covering every item you can imagine. If you need something in regards to a teaching or a thought or just something we've reviewed, you can always send me an email. I'll send you back which podcasts are probably going to be the ones connected to it. Check out the podcast. We cover a lot of stuff. It is about 10 years, probably about... It's 3,400 hours worth, so, I mean, there's a lot there. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Yeah, now that sound effect is what we just call the gold medal. Yeah, that's 30 seconds on. That's a (laughs) gold medal, especially with Bugs Bunny. What's up, Doc? Yeah. That's about how often I remember that I have a doctorate from that Bugs Bunny clip right there. Otherwise, I forget. Still, I have to pay for it. Uh, I'm just saying, it's uh, just for me, it's that's uh, the best thing I hear. It's like, what's up, Doc? Hey. And if I'm going to get that to have somebody say that, I want it to be Bugs Bunny. I get it now. Yeah, so there you go. All right, uh, here is the bottom line. Please, this is something you, you guys know and you hear me petition you and ask you sincerely. It's not, you know, a show. It's not a, It's Deep, deep, deep importance that we be praying for one another, that we be loving one another. By this shall all men know you are my disciples, by your love for one another, the love that you have for all, for the people in the audience. That is a demonstration of the gospel. And even if you share that with somebody saying, you know, this is a show, I pray for these people, we love these people. That is a demonstration of the gospel. That is a witness. And by this we know we've passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. And that's another witness to you that says, yes, you're in this. Let's do this. Let's do this together. So I I beseech you, I I petition you, continue to pray for the audience on a regular basis. I'm not going to stop saying it, so you might as well just do it. Uh, and then the thing that I'm uh, asking for or praying for in the audience is that the people in the audience, that we would all be used by the Lord. We would all be used by the Lord. Who doesn't want to be in partnership with the Lord? You're going to spend eternity with him. If you don't want to be in partnership with him, you don't want to go to heaven. I mean, that's just crazy, right? All right. All right, let's get into the teaching. We are in Hebrews. We are in the last portion of Psalm 28. And this portion up here that's coming, it's all great. Come on. It's so much, so much. I mean, we don't spend a lot of time on mold in Leviticus, but this stuff is just lights out. 
Uh, here is Psalm 28, verse 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Now, if people read that and they go, yeah, got it. No, slow down, Sparky. <laughs> let, me, let me help you back up. Psalm 28, verse 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. Stop. You got to understand what's going on here. Strength has to do with inward strength, inner power, inner fortitude, which comes from the Lord because the Lord lives in you by the Holy Spirit. Jesus lives in your life by faith. You can do all, all things through Christ. Inside of you is the strength, and that strength is the Lord. Wait, wait, wait. You got to catch this. The Lord is my strength, and my shield is the outside of you. You get it? The Lord is my strength on the inside and my shield on the outside. Our strength has to do with our inward man and our inner fortitude. That comes from the Lord if we're, if they, if we're prevailing. Our shield has to do with an outward protection. This also comes from the Lord, but it's more like a force field. And it's like, well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, you ever see those uh, you know, sci-fis and we have a force field and nobody can penetrate it. You know, it's like, that's what that is. Only it's real. It's not fake. And it's uh, not really cheesy, you know, you know, uh, you know, pyrotechnics or anything like that. It's like the genuine stuff. The Lord is my strength on the inside and my shield on the outside. I am good. I am good. And then he says this. This is where it gets lights out. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. You see that? I want everybody to look at it. If you're reading it, listen to what it says. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. My heart trusted in him. Listen to this. That's past tense. Everybody got that? Trusted. Okay? There might be another word in there, but it's trusted. You know, uh, you know, stood, you know, stood fast or whatever. It's a past tense action. My heart trusted in him. And then he says, and I am helped. So it goes from the past tense to a transition into the current tense. Or in other words, this way is a way to say it. I have been helped in my past, so I am going to be helped in my future. I have been helped before. Helped. Is is this thing where it's it's God has done some great stuff. He and he's, he's he, we've trusted in him and he's proven himself faithful. And now because I know that he's proven himself faithful ten thousand times in my life, I can be absolutely confident that my help is coming because he's done it before. Get this, and he'll do it again. You see, here's the thing. The thing is, when we trust in the Lord, here's something to remember. When you trust in the Lord, he never forgets that you've trusted in him. Never. And so because he has engaged with you in the past and you've taken your position and you've trusted in him in the past, you can be confident for your present and your future because God is a God who will be faithful from the past, the present, and the future, and forever. And in that understanding. It's just one little verse. It just seems like such a little itty bitty verse, Dave. But look at what he says. The result is, therefore, my heart greatly rejoices. You know why I'm happy? Why? Because I've been through it and I trusted in the Lord and he got me through it and my heart rejoices because he's going to get me through this and whatever else I have to face 
He's going to get me through. So my heart rejoices in the Lord because he's my inner strength. Listen, he's my outer strength. He's my inside. He's my outside. I've trusted in him. He's been faithful to me. He will demonstrate himself yet faithful again. And because of all that, you know what? I can rejoice. But it's such a bad situation. It hurts so much. It's so difficult. I know. But faith rises above. Faith doesn't stay on the low. It goes on the high. And your faith in the quality of God being faithful before, he will be faithful again. And even if it's not the way you want it, which doesn't mean anything, God will never cease to be faithful. He cannot deny himself. Okay? All right. Take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. couple things I think we'll open up with. I've decided to open up with a story that I wasn't going to open up with because it's such an outrageous story. But it's not an outrageously super bad story. It's an outrageously super dumb story. There's a big difference. Bad is when I tell you, which I'll be telling you probably in the next segment, how the federal government is creating a database to track down hate speech as they define it. That's bad. We'll talk about that a little bit. This is dumb, but it's funny dumb. Dumb, ha-ha, funny, but not entirely. Get this. Now, I'm holding a picture in my hands. You can't see it. But there are four monkeys in this picture that I'm holding. And the headline reads this. Millions in taxpayer money used to study drunken monkeys. No, no, really. Drunken monkeys. And you're thinking, no, you're making that up. Nope. Federal government reportedly has spent $3.2 million so far in order to get monkeys drunk in order to study the effect of alcohol on the monkeys. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. See, I don't know where you're even going to go. Where are you going to go with this? There's, I'm going nowhere, Dave. There's no... I got nothing to there's say. There's no comment that anybody can make. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Did that work, D? That, was that fine? Did we that was that? actually great. That was pretty good, right? All right, here we go. Here's your first trivia question. Now, you guys ought to know this. I'm going to say that in the nicest possible way. You ought to know this. Okay, here you go. In which, in which in which book of the Old Testament is it written? All right, now, so look. It's an Old Testament book. There's 39 books in the Old Testament. you got to think about where this might be written. Here we go. An evil man is snared by his own sin, but a righteous one can sing and be glad. Now, where is that, do you think, written? <laughs> Uh, Al is uh, Al and Joanna are going to be tied for the pow pow, but Al's voice recognition is just a wee bit, just a wee bit off on that one. That's pretty funny. Uh, and what's amazing is how I unplanned how that trivia question is going to tie into the rest of this teaching. I'm telling you, you're just going to be like, wow, that's amazing. Okay, so there's the triv question. In which book of the Old Testament is it written? An evil man is snared by his own sin. Okay, all right. But a righteous one can sing and be glad. Which book is that in? If you think you know, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. In the meantime, we're going to do our DNA because we live for it. We live by it. We need it. I mean, I had such a good time in in the Word today. I mean, I came across something and I was reading. I've been reading a long time, so it's not, you know, it's not like, oh, I've never read that before. But, boy, I came across something I'd never thought of before. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of probably bring this out in the open relatively soon. But remember when the children of Israel crossed the Red Sea? Remember where it says that there was water on both sides, like two walls of water? Have you ever considered that in a river, if you took a, uh, a, some kind of a dam to a river— and you put it in the river, right? You would have water bunching up on one side, but the other side would continue to flow out. In other words, it would just keep draining out, right? But that's not what happened. There were two walls, one on each side, which means instead of the water draining out when they crossed the Red Sea, God sustained the other side where it normally would have drained out. He kept it there. <laughs> like, wait, wait, what? Yet even a deeper miracle than perhaps we ever thought of. How else could you have two walls in a river or in a sea and then that water doesn't go anywhere? <laughs> see, you see, just the, these are the things you sit there and think, well, that is just bizarre. I know, but it's cool. If you think about it. All right, we have somebody ready to answer a trivia question, so let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. Hi, hi Deborah. How are you? 
I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing great. I was talking to Noel about you and said that I had just prayed for you yesterday and that you called, and I was so happy about that. Uh, but that I told her what you needed prayer for. So she said, on it. So we're on it together, and so is the audience. We're all going to be keep on praying for you, okay? Thank, thank you very much. You got that. No problem. All right, ready for this one? I think I think pretty good you're going to get this one. I feel pretty confident. In which book of the Old Testament is it written, an evil man is snared by his own sin, but a righteous one can sing and be glad? Um, um, is it Proverbs? Yes, it is! <laughs> That's it exactly. A bright, uh, uh, an evil person gets caught up in their own sin, and the way of the sinner is hard, but a righteous person can sing, they can, they can yell, they can dance, they can be glad, because the Lord is with them, and the favor of God is upon them in the, in the gracefulness, and it's just like, cool. You know, it's like, don't get caught up in sin. We don't have to because of the blood of Jesus Christ and because of deliverance, so let's not. You know, it's kind of like, let's take that. Exactly. Case. Exactly. Excellent. Excellent, excellent job. And we will keep All right, praying thank for you. you, and y'all have a good rest of your day. All right, God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. All right, everybody said, Proverbs, you got it right. All right, All right. I just want to say that when Al initially wrote, so Al, like, tied for the pow-pow, what he did that, it said, Proverbs. See, voice recognition. I'm not the only person that goes through this. It's you, tricky. You, it's very you, tricky. Your voice recognition. I'm driving down the freeway. I use voice recognition. Then I send it, and then I go, wait, what did that say? <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Uh, we didn't do our DNA, right? So let's do our DNA, and then we'll go back to the teaching, right? Okay. And then you're going to see why the, tr the trivia is connected. All right. So all right. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Every day, spend time with God, period. N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say, no matter what the world says or does. And A, always be ready to serve. Get outside of ourselves and into other people, making sure that we care about them as well. That's an important element to fulfill the law of Christ. Now, I want to go to the text because we just did this. This, literally, we just did this trivia question. Evil man is snared by his own sin, but a righteous one can sing and be glad. Amazingly enough, in the next verse, in the next verse, the next line in the psalm, it says this. So it says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. We talked about that. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Oh, cool. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song, I will praise him. You see, we just talked about a song in the in the in the trivia question that a righteous person can sing and be glad. So does that mean that we're all songwriters or great singers? No, <laughs> that does not. That does not mean that. Okay, that does not mean you should go and start a rock and roll Christian band tomorrow. Okay, it's not what it means. What it means is that in all of our hearts is a song unto the Lord. And God loves it, whether it's a joyful noise or right on pitch. It doesn't matter. There's the classic Hebrew proverb about the rabbi who was speaking and talking to people. 
and he was teaching people about reaching out to God and trying to connect with God any way you can. And there was a young boy in the temple, and if you ever went to temple, it's a little different than church and maybe a little tighter than churches. And the boy was in the temple, and he's listening to the rabbi, and so he pulls out his gazoo. You know what a gazoo is, a little horn thing? And he blows it, and his parents are like, oh, my goodness, and he runs out in embarrassment out of the sanctuary. And the rabbi looks at everybody and says, maybe that was how he wanted to connect with God. And then the rabbi said, do you think God would mind? Ah, look, I think it's important for people to do skillfully that which they do. But don't misunderstand. In all of our hearts, there is a song unto the Lord. And maybe it's not in pitch. I can promise you mine isn't. <laughs> My brother, now he's a musician, so that's different. I right? like your hymns, Dave. Okay. I couldn't carry a I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. Here's the problem. The problem is, in your heart, there's that song. Sing it unto the Lord. Give it unto the Lord. Share it unto the Lord. He loves it. He loves it. And then the scripture says this: The Lord is their strength, and He's their saving refuge of His anointed, His chosen. That's you. Listen to what it says. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Shepherd them also and bear them up forever. How about this one? You, listen to this, ready? Are God's inheritance. I wish I had a rich uncle. If I had a rich uncle, he'd die and leave me money. We are the money that's left to God, so to speak. We're his inheritance. He loves us so much. He is committed to saving us, save your people, blessing us, bless your inheritance, shepherding us, watch over, provide, protect, feed, help. And God considers you and I, and I, I find this to be ultra amazing, especially knowing many of us, that we're his inheritance. We are what he wants to inherit. Uh, wait, what? We are the gold of the estate. You are the masterpiece God wants to inherit. And so David says, save your people, bless them, shepherd them, bear them up, keep them forever. Don't let anything happen to them. Well, as his inheritance, I think we can stand pretty firm that the Lord will be more than faithful and kind to each one of us, right? Isn't that cool? Not like the songs are so fun. Okay. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a short break. Top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. 
The David Spoon Experience. I'm not going to do an over overriding teaching that will uh, make the Baptist or the Church of Christ proud, so neither one of you groups can be all excited about this because that's not the purpose of this. Uh, here's where we're picking it up. Uh, as uh, verse 34 ends, eunuch, the eunuch uh, asked Philip, what was Isaiah talking about, himself or someone else? Verse 35 from Acts chapter uh, 9, uh, or, not, or chapter 8, said, Philip says, Philip began with the same scripture and then began to tell him about the good news about Jesus. As they rode along, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, look, there is some water. Why can't I be baptized? So let's just stop right there. When Philip was explaining the gospel to the eunuch, he had to include the understandings or the teachings of baptism, or the eunuch never would have said, why can't I be baptized? He never would have said it, never would have come up, unless Philip had brought that information to light. In multiple translations, it then says, you can, Philip answered, if you believe with all your heart. And the eunuch replied, I believe that Jesus Jesus Christ is the Son of God. This is often known as believer's baptism. Some texts will show this in the footnote. I disagree that it should be reduced to the footnote. I think it's a part of the text. I would not fellowship with you over that. I just think it is a part of the text because he asks a very pointed question. And in this exchange, Philip is giving a very pointed answer. So he's like, well, 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 well there's some water. I, I want to be baptized. I want to respond to the gospel. I want to say yes. And Philip responds by saying, you can. You can get baptized. As long as you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, you can be baptized. Now, why that's important is because this is the difference between many different groups about who can be baptized. Some people think, well, a child can be baptized. Yeah, but a child can't believe in Jesus, so then how can a child be baptized? That's the argument, okay? Those, again, those are not fellowship issues. Those are disagreements. You know, we spent... I spent 10 minutes talking about understanding who's got the Spirit of God and who doesn't have the Spirit of God. When you have a difference of application of Scripture, that, that person's not an evil person. They're not some kind of demonic whatever. They see something different than you. Okay. They're genuinely in a relationship with Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ is what redeems us. They are uh, acknowledging their heavenly Father, praying our Father who art thou in heaven. They drink of the same Holy Spirit. They come to a different conclusion. Yeah. What else is new? Does everybody think McDonald's is the best fast food? Are you kidding? There's only a few people. <laughs> 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.